This is episode 226 of the Andrew Hines Real Estate Investing Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Control and Compound Financial. They teach real estate investors how to multiply their wealth using infinite banking strategies. For a complimentary wealth coaching session or to learn more, visit www.controlandcompound.com forward slash Andrew Hines. Welcome back to the show. Today I have Matt Pichet returning to the show, I think for the fourth time. Uh, Matt's a regular guest on this show. I like to have him at least once a year just to go over what he's up to and talk about mindset, talk about decision-making in business and entrepreneurship. For those of you who don't know Matt Pichet already, he's a force to be reckoned with in the real estate world. Uh, He has something like over 150 flips, I think he says. And uh, he flips a lot of properties in Ontario still, but he's also investing internationally now. He's doing Airbnb arbitrage in Texas and expanding to other states. He's got his Airbnb vacation rentals slash second home in Naples, Florida. And we talked a little bit about that, the profitability. And overall, just how Matt still has the ability to have a life, how he uh, manages his daily activities and how he delegates. Uh, This is a, for lack of a better way of saying it, sort of big boy episode. Uh, Matt, I consider to be a very well-established entrepreneur and he treats his business like a business. He treats it seriously. He hires when he needs to. I'm sure he fires when he needs to and he compensates his people well, motivates them well. Um, love talking to the guy and I love getting his perspective on things and I really do find these things are contagious so I love to surround myself with people who think like this because it affects the way I think and it helps me to perform at these kind of levels as well Uh, not saying that I've gotten there yet but of course I'm working towards it and I think you're going to get a lot out of this episode if you're looking to sort of pick up on some of those gold nuggets that uh, that Matt puts down so Just before we get into it, I want to remind you that the GTA West REI Meetup is one of those places where you can get around people who lay down gold nuggets and think at a high level. Uh, This is the monthly meetup that I host with my business partner and brother-in-law, Jacob Campanero. So we'd love to see you there June 15th. If you'd like to join us, click the link in the show notes for this episode and add yourself to our private group. The event is free to attend. We just need to know who's coming. So you'll need to add yourself to the invite for the event, which is pinned to the top of our group once you're accepted. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into episode 222. See you on the other side. Hello and welcome to the Andrew Hines Real Estate Investing Podcast. I've got back for the annual interview, Matt Pichet. <laughs> thanks for having me. Yeah. Always good to be here. Yeah, thanks for doing it, man. Yeah, I feel like we got to catch up once a year. You do so much stuff. Yeah. And uh, your Instagram <laughs> content, actually your YouTube content has just been hilarious lately. So to... <laughs> yeah, we're stepping up. We're definitely changing directions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, uh, I feel like you're underappreciated for how... <laughs> absolutely ridiculously hilarious some of the stuff I think, you say i think the same i think the same i don't know dude i, I don't know if youtube got like a shadow ban on me but yeah i think the same not to be too narcissistic but yeah no not that you, know, you, you got a great following and everything it's yeah. just funny like that one video what did you post he's like I, you're like i'm gonna tell you why you're not successful it's because you're a bitch yeah <laughs> i'm definitely more like free in the content we're doing now just with like yeah. the position we are in our life position we are in the career that i can kind of mostly like say what i want just say whatever yeah whereas before you know i had to kind of toe the line kind of while I was building the business, but because was, was it because you were trying to optimize the number of like partners you brought in? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, now and, it's just like if you repel a few that don't resonate. Yeah. No problem. And I was a realtor, like yeah. a full time realtor, right? So like yeah. I could say certain things, people could make complaints against me to like the realtor board or whatever, right? Are you still so, like registered though? I am. So like yeah. I only do like our own flips. Like I I only have the license to flip or to sell our own flips, but I don't really actively look for clients. It does. It, it kind of hurts the brand when I'm saying don't invest in Canada anymore. <laughs> like it's time to leave Canada. Then my clients yeah. are like, "Well, what do you mean?" <laughs> yeah, that part's that part's funny. Yeah, because I know you've been very vocal about that. I am too, right? And it's not like I say you can't make money oh, here. Obviously, sure. you're still flipping here yeah. and stuff. It's just like you're pushing a business uphill in some ways. Yeah, I can't in good faith tell people to buy long-term real estate in Canada when yeah. I know the opportunities that exist in Texas and Florida, and just like the price points, like the tax reasons we can go and deep dive into this but like yeah which we're gonna obviously go through many of those um 
yeah, I know you, you've obviously said you're done with Canada, especially for the long-term holds. Like yeah. the landlord-tenant relations, Crazy. the hate, the, you know, the societal hatred towards landlords is growing yes. in Canada, which is like so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, and you must see it. See, I started seeing yeah. it too. I finally had like a viral Insta post <laughs> and, uh, you know, this guy's just like, F you, like die. And I'm oh, like, dude, yeah. <laughs> Why? Because yeah. we're, we're, we're real estate investors with property. I know. I just dropped a video recently yeah. on YouTube about like the reasons why we're not investing in Canada, how Canada real estate's broken. Mm -hmm. And the hate I got, the comments was like insane. Somebody made like a Reddit post yeah, about me and just like the hate in that comment, just watching like yeah, just reading landlord through it, hate. And it, it, it was and, insane. And it's like, have you ever considered that without landlords, you'd be homeless? Yeah, <laughs> like they just don't understand the fundamentals. They don't understand the, like anything about like Economics, how the economy yeah. works. They just don't get it, they don't get it. But they've obviously been conditioned to think like that. that yeah. Like that's not a naturally occurring thought. Like that's pretty twisted. Yeah. But uh, I find it humorous and also a little bit sad, but uh, yeah. So obviously, U.S. There's some places where the sentiment is still very pro-business, pro-capitalist. Yeah. Texas and Florida being two of them. Yeah. The distinction I think we've both made is that Florida seems to make more sense for short-term rental or yes, flip. Exactly. Not really as much on the long-term hold. But there's obviously that's you know painting a giant state with yeah, one brush. For sure. I'm sure there's some towns that for sure that might make sense. But uh, so Texas, you like for a, like a long-term hold? Tell me the story. Yeah, I like Texas because it's, it's has a great economy. Like the tech industry is coming, especially like the Austin area. So mm -hmm. tech's leaving California, obviously, and <laughs> coming to Texas. Yeah. Um, so the, the job market and the economy is like surprising good like you would think for me in canada anyway you always heard about texas oil you're like yeah texas is just like an oil place right yeah. but it's not like it's manufacturing it's it's technology it's it's reinventing itself totally <laughs> yeah so it's just yeah. getting crazy they have a great uh sector for like medicine like the the, the hospitals apparently in, in the yeah. houston area which is mostly where we're investing down there is like the best mm -hmm. in the entire country so they just have a lot of different things going on low tax state uh like the landlord tenant board, whatever it's called there, is absolutely yeah. incredible. So it's like get a, get out if you don't pay within like three days. Or yeah, something. you get three days, and then they get, you, you have to get out if the tenant refuses to leave. The sheriff, from my understanding, literally comes in like a week or two and just drags them out. Yeah, there's no appeals, there's no nothing, yeah. there's no board to sing your story to. You're getting dragged out. It's yeah, you pay your rent, oh, and if you don't, you're gone. Like that's it. Yeah, and if they just did that here like it would actually be better rents would be, would be lower everybody would be happier yes. the tenants would be happier more builders would build yeah be, be a, there'd be more supply yeah. landlords wouldn't be hesitating about renting to yep. Ontario tenants um yep that's what's so crazy yeah. that's what i've been saying like in the videos yeah. lately with all the hate we're getting yeah it's exactly that it's like the policies that are in place to protect the tenant is actually hurting the tenant yeah. way more because investors like us capitalists like yeah. us are like i'm not investing here but if you say that then they just call you a racist yeah. or something <laughs> exactly. I'd, I'd love to get one in a debate i say that but then again yeah. no i wouldn't yeah because <laughs> they just like stare blankly through you and you made a valid point and then yeah. you change the topic well, that's right? the yeah. trend i'm seeing with like yeah. the, obviously there's extreme right there's extreme left but yeah. the, with the extreme left is like they don't want to talk to you at all yeah like, there's they don't no want to be corrected or yeah. made. they just want to call you names they don't want to learn anything yeah. so like that, that's yeah. that's the, one of the biggest problems i'm finding in just society lately is like we can't even have a debate it's anymore. polarized yeah, yeah. Yeah, like let's just hear you know logical arguments and and sit with facts and logic yeah. and not maybe you're wrong, maybe you're right, but that's yeah. the point. Is that you learn, you learn something, you yeah. move on. But it seems like people don't even want to learn anymore. It's just like no, like you're wrong. I don't even want to talk to you. Like you must be an idiot. Like, yeah, that, that's the mentality now. It's crazy. I never really saw that until the whole like the lockdown started and there was the debate around that. I never saw people be so yes. nasty to each other. Actually, I would say like when Trump was running for the first time, I saw people be whole like, yeah, yeah, yeah. wow, I never I never yeah. knew people could be so savage to each other. Yeah, you've been on YouTube for a long time, so you probably saw yeah. it before that. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I saw that and that, that's yeah, I ho I'm hoping that's not an all of society thing. But, you know, it is what it is. We'll uh, we'll focus on the good parts. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so. You, you've been doing arbitrage. I know you were talking about wanting to bring in uh, yeah. investors and doing long-term stuff. And then more recently you said, you're just gonna show them, <laughs> you're gonna yeah. prove people wrong. You're, you're investing <laughs> in Airbnb arbitrage to, yeah. to basically teach people a lesson. <laughs> yeah, like at first, like, I don't know, a year ago when I first heard about yeah. Airbnb arbitrage it was yeah. getting more popular. I was like, dude, this is dumb. Like just buy real estate, it's way better than yeah. arbitrage. It makes no sense. But then the more I learned about the business, I was like, okay, it really is a good cash flowing business. It makes sense. Yeah. But the problem is, I, I want to speak freely if I can. Yeah. People are just baby ass pussies right now. <laughs> That's what I'm seeing is people don't want to do anything. They're just scared shitless. Yeah. So I had so many partners uh, yeah. wanting to be partners. They're like, Matt, when you go to Florida, dude, I'm there. Let me know. I'll buy whatever you want. Like, let's go. I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. And when we want to like, launch it, people were like, oh, terrified the recession. It's kind of when interest rates first started. And I kept telling people like, I get it, dude, but this is the exact time to buy real mm -hmm. estate is now when everybody's kind of confused. 
But like we all know where real estate is going, which is yeah. nowhere. <laughs> like people always need a home to live. Mm-hmm. So people are just missing the opportunity. So I said, screw it. I'm gonna start an arbitrage business. I'm gonna show all these people mm-hmm. that we can we can kill Airbnbs during a recession mm-hmm. and we're gonna kill it. And then I'm gonna show you all the fucking pay stubs. I can't wait to do it. <laughs> I'm gonna show everybody. And then we're, I'm gonna go see. Yeah. So there you go. I did it. Yeah. Now do you want to come to Florida? Okay, I thought so. And do you find in general, like once you throw that like proof of concept up, because like the social media end of it, like is so different for me. Like it's always been off social. Like yeah. it's just, you know, people I've met. Whereas you have been like, you you raised it all through like YouTube basically. Yeah, like we raised all the money. Yeah. I would say like we raised all the authority and the trust from YouTube, but I raised really all the money from Instagram, which is crazy. So like we raised for sure over $60 million from Instagram posts. Yeah. It's crazy. So you just put out like what you're doing, shared videos, and then you show the proof of concept. You got people warm yeah. and then you say, okay, exactly. like you want to do this, hit me up kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very basic model, but like yeah. that's that's honestly what I think works in the new world is social media, obviously. It's just easier. I'm, I'm introverted, so I like to sit here and shoot videos. Like that's what I like to do rather yeah, than going to meetings and shaking hands and yeah. trying to sell people on my pitch. It's like, just watch my videos, man. That's the interesting thing, because yeah, you, the way you are on your YouTube channel, like I actually don't think that's how you are. Just yeah. like, <laughs> you, like when we hung out like that, I went to the beach that one yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're much more quiet and reserved than you are on, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Me and Jordan were talking about that. She's like, it's so interesting when he's like that on Insta and stuff. I get that all the time, for yeah. sure, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, that's obviously the place for it, but it does seem to come very naturally. Too. Yeah, like, so, it's becoming more natural. I mean, like yeah. when I first started YouTube, I was very just like scared and like couldn't yeah. speak about anything really, but now I'm just more loose, like I don't care. Cause, because I feel more comfortable at yeah. a point in my life and in, in my career yeah. where I can just kind of now kind of just speak freely. And if you yeah. like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't, whatever, right? I feel right? like we should all be there. I mean, yeah, I, I, I have pulled back on it a little bit, not for like worrying about what people think. Although yeah. there is certain stuff I don't say cause I just don't think people could wrap their head around yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it's more just like, is it productive? Yeah, I mean, calling people a pussy is it can be productive. <laughs> it is for sure. It is. It, can, it kind of jars people, right? Yeah, it, it makes people them, realize what's yeah. going on because I think everybody right now is well, they've always been like asleep, but it's more yeah. clear than ever that people are just doing the hamster wheel, dude. They're just like going along, and yeah. I, I've seen it more so now. And the reason why I'm so vocal about it is from being like on YouTube and being like yeah. doing seminars for all these years. I see the same people who are like, like uh, seminar I'm junkies. ready to go. Yeah, yeah I'm ready to go. And then I see it. them a year later, yeah. same thing. I see them three years later, same thing. I haven't done anything. It's like, dude. Do you find that it's just it, my buddy Nick always says this like just shoot first figure it out later yes like is that is that your that's mentality? exactly how I am and I think that's how we all are just like, pull the trigger on it yeah and yeah I've been much more like that lately yeah. I'm like I don't really know I feel a little uncomfortable but yeah we'll just good. do it that's good yeah just do it exactly like whatever like, it's arbitrage yeah. thing I'm doing I'm like I it's gonna work like we know how to do Airbnb we're yeah. really good at it I think like but I, yeah. I've never really done it on, on a scale the way we're doing it i said fuck it i'm gonna drop the hundreds of grands get these units furnish them yeah we're gonna see what's gonna happen I, so t- i'm most likely it's gonna be good but we'll see so tell me the story like you're, you're in houston that's where you you're doing arbitrage we're doing arbitrage in like all across america but we're actually starting off right now in austin texas oh, so austin, our next okay. place we're gonna go is miami florida uh cincinnati's next uh probably like milwaukee we're, we're looking at the other cities next but yeah but how, how many have you uh, secured so far so we have three that are up and yeah. go they're going to be launched in like two days from filming this video so we're ready to go okay so nothing launched yet they're, nothing they're launched yeah just the ones we have in florida and then the one we yeah. have at home so you've had them since what may one uh may like 10th we got them okay yeah. so and you're just setting them up yeah just setting them up getting ready to go so, did you go to, to austin no i had my my coo fly down to austin and do it for the first ones yeah. but the next ones we since we now we have staff he hired like a cleaner a, a handyman uh, like a like a brand manager, so we kind of have the team. Yeah. So the next ones, you won't have to fly all the way down, but for the first yeah. one, yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. But I haven't yeah. seen it. I haven't gone down. That, that, that's how I roll, man. I don't I don't do these things. <laughs> that's beautiful. I'm I'm working to get to that point. Yeah, because <laughs> we we just bought another resort in uh, Tobermore. Nice. And uh, we're going to be Airbnb. Uh, it's four cottages and a house on the water. Yeah. Um, but it's just like setting up the team, getting everything going. Yeah. We're just up there on the weekend, uh, nice. checking it out. First time I ever set eyes place. on it. Beautiful place. A little overwhelming as I, I pulled in. I got that little anxiety. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no, to do it's going time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's, it's mainly just like landscaping and figuring out who your team is and, and stuff. Um, I've been big on CEO. Oh, I've been, I've been like promoting this for our, our group that we have somebody that operates between yeah, our different sure. facilities and just year round is trying to make them better. Yeah, definitely. It's like handle everything that we kind of handle because we're all sort of wearing a bit like, yeah. a, you know, the hat here and there. Uh, and definitely. then, just, you know, somebody to manage because like, now at our camp, for instance, we've got 
I, I don't, I've lost track. I think we're at eight employees right nice. now. That's crazy. Active on site right yeah, now. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, which, you know, we need somebody to manage all those yeah, people. Yeah. Like I'm meeting them for the first time as we're going in, nice. right? Which is kind of a cool feeling. For uh, sure. It's but, badass. <laughs> uh, also, you know, it adds a layer of, you know, complexity yeah, to my life too, definitely. right? So if you were me and you're in that situation, COO would be your probably next hire? For sure, just have somebody else like manage everything. Like basically what I always say, and like what I do is just focus on videos and like raising yeah. capital. Like that's yeah. all I do. Which so, is like, like undebatably your best. Yeah, that's your, my best. That's your best, best use of time. At, for sure, yeah. Yeah. So I focus be, on those. Because that's what you've done. Like if you look at what made you the most money, it would be finding and negotiating deals. Yeah and raising capital. Those exactly. are probably the, the top things you do. Yeah. So the obviously. other things you can hire out are easy. Yeah. Like, you know, a project manager, yeah. construction people, like a, a manager of whatever you're doing, your flips, whatever. Like that's, those are easy hires. Once you get your mind wrapped around how yeah. easy it is. Because <laughs> at first it's yeah. freaky, it's weird to hire someone. But what, what I said, like when I fired my, my yeah. hired my first person was a project manager and I was terrified. She was my first employee, but when I hired yeah. her, it was like a game changer. She made my whole life easier. I saved like 40 hours a week. It was mm -hmm. insane. And I, I got like addicted to that feeling of like, whoa, I can just hire somebody like out of yeah. nowhere, take over all the crappy stuff I don't want to do. And, and then I just went on like a hiring spree. This hired, is like what, three years ago? Yeah, like three or four years ago. Yeah. And I hired like everybody, like a uh, assistant realtor at the time when I was like more so into real estate. Yeah. Uh, like my funds manager, like I just hired everybody. I just made up positions. I was like, I'm sick of e-transferring my private lenders every month. I'm gonna hire, a, a, I don't know, a funds manager. Like a financial controller. Yeah, <laughs> so I just hired yeah. a funds manager to take yeah. care of all that. So like, I do nothing. All I do is, is real estate videos and raising capital. That's really awesome. Nothing's changed since last year. Yeah, it's all the same. We're just going harder. Yeah, yeah. You're, well, you're pushing. Like you're obviously um, setting the fire yeah. to, to do this stuff and making the decision to do it, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, in terms of like making that hire, are you still like just Indeed when you hire these, these no, positions? No, that's out? the funny thing. I've hired every single one of my employees, except for like the carpenters, but every employee from Instagram. Just so, Instagram? Like, yeah, I'm hiring this position. Come yeah, us. and I think it helps that's like fine. with the brand, like the, the brand I've built, people like want to work with us or for us in some mm -hmm. way. So when I post a position up, like, hey, I need a, a project manager. I need this person. Like, they're like, I'll do it. I'll do it, right? And, inter and I interview them and it's easy. Anytime I've posted on Instagram, maybe I've done it wrong. I, I haven't got that kind of, oh, we might know somebody, but it's more for like the lower level jobs. Yeah, I think the yeah. higher level jobs, yes. you start to get people more. People want those. People want those because yeah. it gives them a chance to learn and they're they're like taking a very like established position, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Sure. What do you think is like fair for, for a COO? Like what, what ballpark are you into like to start for something yeah. like that? So I really like giving like my top people like equity or like stake in the companies rather than yeah. like a salary or a dollar per hour. Yeah. I really like my top guys to have an, an incentive in the business. So, oh, is it so? Is it fully, uh, yeah, yeah. fully incentive based? Yeah. So, like my acquisition manager, for example, he's the guy who finds all the deals, talks to the motivated so sellers. Not a salary guy. Not a salary. That he's, makes sense. He's twenty percent of the yeah. deal, so of the yeah. flip profit. So okay. whether it does good or not, he gets twenty percent of that. Uh, who else is on my salary? So, like the COO for their arbitrage is thirty-three percent of the business, okay. the net profit. So it's not a salary thing. Not a salary thing. I don't yeah. want salary because I want them to yeah. be incentivized. Like, hey, the better the job I do, the more I work, the the more efficient I am, the more money yeah. I'm going to eventually so you need make. Which is what I want. people, right? Yes. You need you need that uh, that mentality, and I don't know how how you describe that, but I'm assuming most of your followers kind of have at least a bit of that. Yeah, and the thing is, like, you yeah. want someone who's entrepreneur yeah. and and wants to be an entrepreneur, but they probably realize they can't do it on themselves. Like, yeah. they don't want to be the face. They don't want to be doing what we're doing right now. Yeah. It's uncomfortable to them, but they want to run something. So just okay. So be my right hand man, kind of thing. I'll do the face stuff. I'll do all the weird shit. <laughs> yeah, that's a no. That's a incredible opportunity for somebody to like get to work like work beside you and yeah. just like learn like sure. learn the way you think i love that the most like uh, sitting down with all these people it's yeah like, it, it turned my circle of, of people i hang out with into like something of very uh, elite people uh a lot of them i still have my old friends too but yeah um it's just i before i know it i start thinking like them like yeah. i notice i start <laughs> to think like carmen sometimes my <laughs> nice. mother-in-law for anyone yeah. who doesn't know that i'm like and she's like next level uh but just like the way i kind of like she gets herself into stuff always, yeah. right? And I don't mean in a bad way, but like, just like you Trying are stuff. and I like, yeah. we'll do it, we'll figure it out. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't stress her out. Like, yeah. ah, we'll just do it, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We, gotta, we gotta raise this much by this date and close. Yeah. Ah, don't worry about that, we got that. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what you need, yeah. Yeah, you gotta have that mentality. We were just talking about this before we got on that I, I sent money, 250 US and yeah. it's it's lost in wire space right now. <laughs> I'm trying to, on top of everything to do. We need Bitcoin to be better, man. We need all this. <laughs> yeah, transferring, yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there's probably a better way to, to yeah. get money back and forth. For sure. and there's obviously all this red tape and why don't you tell me like we're gonna get back into the specifics of these but like for people who are kind of on the fence about doing us stuff because yeah we both identified that that's 
that's a hurdle a lot of people have to to jump through if they want to like partner with you or yeah. me or or whatever like they have to be able to wrap their head around what are the implications of investing in the u.s so yeah what's your perspective on that like what what's challenging people and maybe why shouldn't it be challenging yeah i think it's more of like a mental challenging thing like they yeah. think it's harder than it is they think yeah. it's more impossible but then like right now i'm pushing back on like well if you don't then like what's the alternative you invest in canada you pay crazy taxes you got to deal with the yeah. landlord tenant board just figure it out just do it like trust me it's not hard it's the same thing and i always tell people because people get stuck at the most on double taxation yeah. that's what that's the biggest roadblock i yeah. think in most people's minds it's like well if i invest in the us i get double tax and people don't understand exactly how that works yeah only think, if you don't know what you're doing yeah they think that that you're literally double taxed like yeah. you you pay whatever 20 percent in the us and then you pay another 50 percent in canada it's like that's yeah. not how it works you yeah just, you pay up to the same in like an easy nutshell basically you pay the same whether you buy a property in hamilton or vancouver or the yeah. us you pay the same tax rate yeah so well yeah the, so my understanding of and i you know haven't had to pay any taxes yet but i mean this this year will be the the year um but it's like whatever you pay in the u.s you just get a credit for in canada exactly that's the, way it's explained that's the thing for me that's if i'm doing it the way i'm doing it which is with the lpgp yes. structure personal ownership whereas i think you did it with a corporation yeah right? so you're only gonna be taxed when you dividend back to canada exactly right? so so it's yeah. a, my thing is that money's never coming back to canada Okay, it's going to stay in the U.S. So I'm never going to. So you be... could pay yourself a salary hypothetically if you located into the U.S. Yes. as a tax resident. You could start paying yourself a salary yeah, like down there. The setup I have, the corporate structures, I'm never going to pay Trudeau a dime unless I bring yeah. the money back. Yeah, it's I'm only going to pay the like 20, 22 percent tax. That's yeah. it. Is that what it is in Florida for the? Yeah, for so the Florida has no state tax, and then you pay the IRS C-Corp twenty, like, give or take, right? C corp is like twenty two percent. Yeah, exactly. Like so somewhere between twenty, twenty two, give or take. So that yeah. like that's the tax rate down there, as opposed to fifty here. So like, yeah. as long as I don't bring the money back, I just keep it in the U.S. I buy yeah. more things. I do more arbitrage. I buy more property. I just keep it in the U.S. Yeah. I'll only pay 22% tax. So I, my understanding of the reason people would want to do that is if they had money in corporations in Canada and didn't want to take it out personally, pay the tax on it to send it down. Or like, if yeah. they really want to go nuts in the U.S. and, and they know I'm, I'm yeah. going to go buy 10, 20, yeah. 30 properties, then you do the whole corporate structure. Yeah. But I'm I telling my it, partners, like if you want to yeah. buy one partner or one property with me in Florida, mm-hmm. one in Texas, probably not worth it to do what I got. Yeah. Just keep it personal. Keep it easy. Yeah. You pay the same taxes if you bought in Hamilton, just easy yeah. peasy. And I think... Well, I mean, the the availability of the public information down there, I think a lot of people don't want to put stuff in their own name yeah. because it's all right there. All you have to oh, do yeah. is just like go search the it's county crazy. website and you can find exactly like everything I own. You can just look it up by yeah. name. So yeah, I really didn't want to have anything yeah. in my, in my name. <laughs> but you know, it's litigious down there too. So people don't want to yeah. uh, do that. But so I did the, the LPGP structure, which basically means on a personal standpoint, that's where I'm re- reporting the income yes. back here, which isn't like fantastic. I don't love that. I'd yeah. rather it going through my corporate structure. Yeah. But I guess there, I don't know why my accountant said this is the way to go. <laughs> Literally everybody yeah. I talk to, everybody yeah. is like, my accountant said this, my accountant yeah. said this. It to, every, yeah. It's different. I'm like, I don't know, dude. I hope my account's right. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just thought, yeah, people would do your structure based on the fact that they're going to, uh, they have the money in the corp. You obviously don't want to pull it out, dividend yourself, and end up yeah. paying fifty percent. Take that money you, using your corp and, and yeah. send it down. Obviously, anyone check check with your accountant. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, obviously, anyone listening, go check with your accountant uh, before you yeah. do anything. Um, so obviously, one of the hangups. Yeah, people are worried. Like, I think it's just the overwhelm. Like, yeah. where would I even start? Like, I don't know. Do people still file their own taxes? I mean, yeah, in, exactly. our, in our space, <laughs> I feel like. Yeah. You should. No just one does. Yeah. No, yeah, but I mean, if I talk to like a family member, like, oh yeah, we got a file using whatever. I'm yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay, I don't do that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> use that file or whatever. You yeah. file whatever the hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, they ask me questions. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. How yeah, to I don't do know. <laughs> I have a general idea yeah, exactly. of how this stuff works, but I don't want to fill out those forms. So, yeah. Uh, I think that it's all it's all the same as it is for anything. Like it's your team. Like well, if your yeah. if your accountant's good, they yeah they'll do it for you, and you don't have to worry. Yeah, and uh, I think it's like the tax hangup, but I think the also hangup is like the distance, distance, which I don't know why people get so hung up on it. I mean, if you're if you live in Mississauga or whatever, like there's no way you're investing in Mississauga. It's crazy. It's too expensive. So where are you gonna go? Kitchener, Windsor. Well, you might as well just make the jump to Florida. Like you're you're yeah. you're not driving down to Windsor anyway. So yeah. no, you're not. Just might you might as well just come to the U.S. It's the same thing. At least it's somewhere you would want to go. Yeah. But I think the big difference is, and having done it twice, because I first invested in the U.S. in 2012. Back then, I like wanted it to work. Yeah. So my want for it to work caused me to abandon like my gut feel, gotcha. my intuition, uh, and I learned some hard lessons that way. Now, like when I did this, I I spent a lot of time on due diligence, mm-hmm. a lot of time vetting my team, and just making 
sort of logical steps to work with people who had something to lose. Yeah, for sure. Which, I mean, I know in your case, like the, what they have to lose is you know, being a part of a team that smashes yeah. you know, commissions and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm talking about like hiring GCs if you do. And I know you do that internally yeah, here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but down there, you would probably hire a GC. Yeah, like we did it in Florida yeah. when we renovated our house down there. Yeah. We did it. It was actually super smooth. <laughs> but I think the thing is, is that uh, because I am a carpenter and I've done this so many times, I yeah. know what to look for, I guess, yeah. like in certain people. Even if it's over the phone. Like you I, get the vibe, right? Yeah, like I hire these contractors over email and the phone. I guess you get the vibe from the email. Yeah, yeah just you, tell. Know, you know what the flags are, the red yeah. flags. And, and like the, the questions they ask. Like, yeah. I don't so much worry about deposits with like our camp and stuff. Like it's small stuff. But yeah. I mean, generally, especially with new people, if I have a weird vibe about them, I'm like, yeah, no way for a deposit. Yeah, exactly, for sure. <laughs> Not happening, but yeah. here's, you know, here's what we'll do. Uh, but then there's other people where they just get it. Like, for instance, the builder I worked with, I had to send her like, 73 grand to get things yeah, rolling exactly which would be like i would never have done i know that <laughs> yeah for sure but the connections were just like okay there's no way this this lady's messing around yeah and uh Definitely. for i've been fortunate yeah there's no issue there it's been always great. a risk but most of the time most people are good people right so i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think if you're trusting your intuition yes you're more likely to succeed for sure I, I think in the states even more so than in canada there's a lot of people ready to just like there is take your money and make you feel like the bad yeah. guy for sure. And there is like, the only times I've gotten screwed by contractors, even in Canada, is when I had a gut feeling, I knew it and you went against right away. It. I was yeah. like, dude, I gotta get this done though. Just do yeah. it. And then they're the ones that fucked me. Yeah. So like every time. So that's why I just trust my gut now with everything. Yeah, and I'm. that's like probably the biggest lesson I've learned in my 30s is just like always above yeah. all else, trust your gut. Yeah. Like what's my gut saying to me? And then the only challenge I find with that is sometimes if I wait too long, I'm like what's my gut saying now? I can't even tell. Yeah. But what it, what was it saying when I first, you know, first thought about doing yeah, this? Yeah, exactly. And sometimes like, yeah, for instance, with the camp, my gut was, holy crap, there's going to be a lot of work. Yeah. But it could be something really cool and really scalable. Yeah. And it's pretty much been exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, like, what was your gut on doing the Airbnb arbitrage? Did you think, hey, this will be no problem? This is something I want to do? Yeah. Or was it like, ah, you know. It was more so like interesting to me. Like, I've yeah. always, were, I was interested by the concept, but mm -hmm. didn't really proceed it or pursue it because I wanted to just do like the buy and hold stuff. But I always knew like, hey, that's that's probably a great business if you know how to do it well. Yeah. Um, so my gut feeling on it, especially now, is like, this is a really good idea. Because from what I've seen from doing Airbnb in, in Florida and staying in so many Airbnbs across the world, and especially in Florida, is that like 99% of them suck. Like they're yeah. just awful. Like staying in so many Airbnbs for the drive down and then the drive up, we yeah. stayed in a ton just from that. And they're, they suck. Like they're just... Yeah. Uh, shit from ikea like they're all all, all the furniture is falling <laughs> apart it's sparsely decorated like yeah it's terrible and we pride ourselves on like you know like the hgtv-ness of oh, our properties yeah. they look great the staging is amazing everything's on point so i was like dude if we do this on a bigger scale we're gonna crush all these people is rachel just has a knack for that yeah. stuff she's just like amazing at design yeah, yeah you guys do really nice stuff like your place down there looks yeah. really good and i i i all the photos I've seen of your yeah. place too, like looks amazing. Yeah. So that helps, right? For sure. And, and like you're staging too, right? The one you staged, yeah. uh, you flipped one and it was like a semi-detached. Yeah. You made like a hundred and something. Yeah, you made 150 grand on that flip. Yeah. I, I think partly because the staging. Like I think looks... the staging crushed. Yeah. So I haven't gone that far in Florida yet. I did virtual staging and it jacked our, our yeah, showings sure. up. Like Definitely. it's, but I mean, you don't want people disappointed with yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I contemplate like, what do you think it's worth? Is it worth what you spend, right? Cause you could spend always. 10 grand. Always. You could spend 10 grand staging a place. You that'd, be a make... uh, that'd be a lot. That'd be a lot. It would be. If you hire a stager, from what I understand, yeah. like in Canada anyway, it's typically between like yeah. 2,000, like 2,500, give or take, somewhere around there. Yeah. So, which is why for our flips, we that's too much. So we just buy it all. Yeah. We use it over so we buy all of our furniture in-house stage in-house um, in, in the u.s i was looking at like five grand yeah that's much. crazy that's a lot that it sucks. is <laughs> right well and then you're renting it right like i yeah. was thinking like do i oh, buy they it? charge you for that too for like yeah like if it goes longer yeah yeah, yeah so i was thinking you know do i just buy it but oh now i have to start exactly but, right but i'm flipping multiple i'm yeah. constantly building so as long as it's i keep the same idea. the same themes maybe it makes sense to just do that oh like, yeah we stage like every house is the same so we just keep all of our stuff just move and every house is the same. We just move it over house to house to house. I love the ease that you present hiring people with. Like, oh, we just have a team for that. Yeah. Like, and I honestly, I find the same. Like it, it's just, it took me forever to get to that point. Yeah. Which I think it took you a while too, right? It took me a long time. Do you like yeah. eight, nine years before I hired my first employee? Yeah. I was doing everything myself. Like for me, like I, a lot of times I felt like I wasn't ready. Like I'm like, oh, where, where's the money coming from to pay for that? Exactly. But it actually seems to come because of that. Yeah, that's true. It's a really hard yeah. thing to grasp. Like you got to spend money to make money kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but it still wasn't good enough for me. I was still like, I don't, <laughs> I understand that, but fuck that. The only time I hired yeah. someone was when we were private lending. 
yeah. uh, at that point. I sold off so much real estate. I was private yeah. lending. We were making like 20, 25, 30 grand a month from private lending. I was like, okay, I can afford to spend 10 grand on a team yeah. knowing I got this every month yeah. plus what we're doing in like active income. Yeah. So like that's the only time for me that I was like, okay, now I'm ready. Yeah. I, I still say that's too late. Don't do what I do, but that's for me. That's when I was like, okay, now I'm ready to hire someone. Similar experience for me when I was yeah. flipping in London, like, well, first, you know, trying to like do burrs and stuff. I knew the margin and the deals. It's like, obviously I'm not gonna go swing the hammer yeah. and do everything myself. I was like the, one of the first times in my life I felt like I could truly justify hiring, like good help. For sure. And yeah. then obviously it gets a little tougher when you get into these white collar positions because I know that I can do any one of those jobs probably better. Yeah, exactly. It's just, I only have so much time in the day. Yeah. It's it's one thing when you know you're you're not good at something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when you know you're good at it's it, true. it's harder to hand it off to somebody else. Yeah, and that's the, that's the hard thing we have as like entrepreneurs and eight type yeah. mentalities. Like we know we can do all this stuff better than everybody else. Like I know, in the majority of the roles in my business, I could probably do it better than some of them because I care more. That like it's, yeah, it's comes down, mostly care. it comes down to just caring more because it's my business. Yeah, but you just gotta let go, man. Like let go. Yeah, you let go. So for for most people who are sort of in a business that's got you know several properties, maybe they're growing and it's an active side of things, they're probably gonna want either like an assistant in yeah. my in my observation. Or even go the next step and yeah. get like an operating officer for sure. that just runs everything. Yeah, and just give them a piece of the company, like piece of the product. Th that right? works here here too. Like, yeah, works here, works in the states, works everywhere. I think yeah. that's the best thing. Is like, I'd rather have you in rather than just like yeah. working for me because I've had tons of people and dude that work for me, carpenters, like like all my lower level stuff. Yeah, and like they're they're employees. Let's be real, like they're yeah. all great people. Like, but they fuck around. I fucked around yeah. when I was an employee, so I yeah. know how it is, dude. Like I fucked around tons when I was like employee yeah. carpenter. So that's okay for like the lower level roles, but the high sales role, yeah. the important roles, I don't want that. I need yeah. you in, man, in like, like it's your company, because it is. Yeah, and that the way to achieve that is they get a piece. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So do you just get like a lawyer to draft up these, these like, no, dude, agreements? Like, it's, it's all word of mouth, it's just a handshake. Like, <laughs> it's I, a hand Here's what you're yeah. gonna get. I like that, man. It's like, all trust, like it's all yeah. based on trust, yeah. That's perfect. So let's talk about some of these uh, these Florida arbitrage deals. First off, how did you find them? Yeah, so I had the CEO, my COO. <laughs> He's the one looking for them. Uh, he took all the courses and stuff for arbitrage. He knows the, like the the back end arbitrage. I obviously know like all the front end design, what kind of houses I want to yeah. get. Like I know all the construction stuff. So together, I think we've made a really good team. Yeah. And he's also really good friends with one of the biggest Airbnb coaches, which I found out, I won't say his name, but like he's one of the biggest ones ever out there. And he's just mm. buddies with them. So you can just ask him whatever question he wants. I was like, okay, you're my COO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, he's really good at all the backend stuff. So yeah, he found all of them. Yeah. He knew what to do. Uh, he basically just mess messaging people on realtor.com, Zillow, who have rentals, yeah. you just message them, hey, this is what I do, I'm a corporate rental guy, like, you know. Yeah, could I rent it from yeah, you? We'll so the, rent so from the you? same story that you Yeah, same story, same all the same yeah. stuff. So yeah, he found them all, yeah, um, yeah and we just go Yeah, from there. down there they call it corporate housing, right? Like, yeah, we just call it corporate rentals. About, and even, which yeah, people like, know means Airbnb, yeah. but it does, you just you say it without saying You it. say it yeah. smoother. It, it might not be Airbnb, yeah, exactly. but most likely it's. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you can get like nurses and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I was, yeah, I've had Karsten Howe on this uh, show. He was talking about, uh, well, actually, this was something he he told me offline, but yeah, he has like a 17 unit building that he, he secured. Yeah. That's, I know, it's crazy. And they're renting all of all them. All of them, yeah. yeah. Like two grand profit per, ha yeah, per dude, unit. That, that's exactly what we're projecting for the Austin houses is two grand, two grand per grand profit unit per, per month. Per house. Yeah. So six grand that looks to be on the books. Yeah. What kind of investment? were you looking at to get that yeah so it's grand. about uh like for us we do a little more than most people do but it's about 25 30k i would say all in for first month like deposit security deposit the furniture the handyman to you know put up curtain rods and like the ring doorbell like stuff like yeah. that it's about 25 30 grand to set up some people will be like you should never spend more than like 15 grand your units look like shit they're ikea shit they so you're terrible. 25 30 per yeah per, per unit oh, Give yeah, or take. i remember you saying this yeah you spend more on i spend a little more on the furniture yeah. for sure yeah because my biggest type is going to an airbnb like and i can just furniture. tell dude i can just tell it's like there's like one couch in this giant room and there's like a little table and a TV. That's it. There's like no plans. There's no art on the wall. There's nothing. Yeah. So, and that, from what I've seen on our business so far, that really reflects like the two Airbnbs we have right now are just crushing. And the the, the best thing is the comments, like the reviews are like insane. Yeah. They're just like, this is the best house ever. It's so nice. Oh my God. And it's all based on the staging and how nice the house looks. Mm -hmm. When you go see other Airbnb 
stuff and you read the comments it's like nice house good place but you know yeah, what i mean like the it's bed's not gotta be comfortable yes. the pillows gotta be like awesome. that's where we spend the most money we, yeah. we buy good bed like super good mattresses in florida we're doing tempur because we want yeah. and the comments literally are like this is the best nice leave i ever had <laughs> such a nice house like the comments are crazy yeah and it's getting rented like insane like the florida even my property manager down there because for now that one's property manager we'll take it back in-house later but he's even like dude i don't get why your house is crazy like it's not that nice like <laughs> let's be real like there's like new builds all around us that are yeah. sick right our house is a little older but it yeah. just looks nice but he, he even said like i don't know why your house is crushing so hard i was like yeah well i know why i know why i know why, it's the furniture it. yeah yeah your photos look really good for that too he did that your your manager yeah we just that? hired like a real estate photographer he's just oh so you got the photos that. for him yeah 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 okay because so. you know if you let him take the photos he might not have had oh, a yeah, yeah. photographer right yeah so you're kind of taking control in key parts in key parts yeah but, but he not. takes care of all for now he takes care of like everything yeah. ongoing right so which is cool i think but you were saying it was like 15 percent. 15 percent that's why which I'm is like, like unheard of it's really low so that's why i'm like oh, maybe i won't take it in-house for now yeah you know, that's like every, so everybody seems to want 20 yeah. but i mean yeah to get it for 15 i yeah. think you're really your price you're you're doing well i mean I, as you grow you're probably gonna want to bring it in yeah well, you are, we you're get. already in-house on in uh, austin yeah so the much. more we get in florida we'll just take it we'll take yeah. it back but yeah and so where do you foresee being the next place for major growth is it is it more in texas or will florida be an arbitrage state for you or is florida just pure acquisitions florida's mostly acquisitions i will do arbitrage for sure in miami just for like more luxury ish rentals yeah. um but florida's for sure more like buy let's yeah. buy there whereas the other states are just more pass through states see i'd I'd buy like long-term rentals in texas i think yeah totally like that seems like a market where like your dollar still goes so far yeah and then obviously the rules for landlords is like way better amazing yeah yeah low taxes but it's just like the price that's why i can't do canada anymore can't do it Mm -hmm. like the single family houses what to buy first off they won't even cash flow there's no way but let's just say they would you know we're buying houses for 700k in kitchener minimum for like a nice single family home but the average Canadian salary is like what, fifty grand? Yeah. So for them to to pay the rent, to charge the rent in order for it to cash flow, it's impossible. Down there in, in mm-hmm. Texas, the 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 average income in, in Texas is forty grand, so not that much lower. Mm-hmm. And but the houses we're buying are one hundred eighty grand. Yeah. So they cash flow like crazy. Makes way more sense. So like, why would I buy anything in yeah. Canada? Like, and then the taxes, and then the landlord tenant board, and yeah, what? no, like we're just done. Yeah, I mean, I actually just looked this up the other day because I heard you say it and I, want, I wanted to confirm it. But yeah, sure enough, 50 grand average income in Canada. Yeah. Like that's- That's low that's absolutely for insane. the amount of prices the housing are. It's crazy. And I saw Jacob Perez posted a story that you'd have to be in the top 5% yeah. to afford an average home. In GTA area or just like anywhere? I think yeah. that's general in Canada oh now, God. right? Because we doubled, the cost of the average home in Canada doubled since 2015, right? Yeah, and that's, that's exactly the main point I'm yeah. talking about is why I can't buy anymore because I think Canada had its day. Canada was amazing. I'm, I'm lucky and, and you know thankful that I started investing in 2012. Yeah, I had my doubling of the real estate values two times almost. Like real estate doubled almost yeah. twice. I can't see that happening ever again for decades. Like real estate in Canada can't double again. What like an average house in Kitchener 700 grand? Is it really going to be 1.4 for a fixer upper in yeah. five years? It, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know. I think it's really a factor of just how many people come in from other countries, yeah. right? Because they're the ones that are going to bring money where they earned it in a country that didn't tax yeah. the living hell out of them. Uh, and they had the money to keep yeah. to bring into Canada. And then they drive up the asset prices. And, you know, unless we just become like this this tenant society, which I think we're kind it's of on. leading to Yeah, sure we're there. kind of on track to that. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it can, where just like nobody owns anymore. You just got... <laughs> You just got your hedge fund investors and yeah. and you know large real estate owners that just it's own definitely everything. possible. I, I mean, can't. It, I mean, it would take what's a lot. Their for yield, that, right? But yeah. What's their yield on their investment? Yeah. I don't. I don't know how they would justify it. But yeah. I hear your point. I mean, I guess the only the only thing that could change it is if inflation gets to a point where salaries actually start coming up. Yeah, yeah enough yeah. to. But yeah. I mean, well, Christ, they yeah. gotta go from fifty k to one hundred k per person yeah. to afford these homes. Like, I just yeah. can't see it it's yeah, possible I, but i can't and, see it and that's to, and i've said this so many times like water flows to the lowest point people yeah. are, people are going to pick markets to live in that their dollar can stretch far enough to, to yeah. allow for right that's why so many people went out to alberta because their yep. dollar went further even though uh you know the weather's worse yeah <laughs> they do have <laughs> everything's mountains, worse though. everything's worse in alberta let's be real except <laughs> for the mountain skiing you got yeah, you yeah. got some great skiing out there and i i do love it for that but um you know there, there's obviously certain advantages and their landlord tenant rules are great. yeah but then you have all these people going to the states because they just think it makes sense. And as far as like, if I were going to choose a place to live, 
um, if I were in the States, like I pick warm climate, yeah, exactly, affordable, right? yeah. like I'm going to be looking for places like Florida and yeah, Texas. Exactly. And That's the thing is like, like the real estate we're buying in Texas is 180 grand for a house. Like, can I see realistically that house doubling in value from 180 to 360? Yeah, totally. Sure. That's, that's possible. That Can it double from 360 to 720? Well, sure. We yeah. see it here in Kitchener. Yeah. So I think there's more room for value yeah, to grow. Whereas room, Canada, room I think we're, I think yeah. we're done. Like I think it's tapped out. We're done. So it's going to stagnate a bit. Yeah, I think feeling. so. I think so. Yeah. If it was logical, but if we don't live was, in a logical world. Oh yeah, I know. We're coming <laughs> back to this, like if financial, like you know, yeah. if, if banks were, were responsible, like I, I pointed out that I had I had recorded this video calling out the whole inflation thing from like week two of yeah. the lockdown. So I'm like, here's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Like three years later, yeah. that that intro like aged like fine wine. <laughs> nice. I'm like, how did little old me get Nicely this done. all right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's because it was completely obvious. Yeah. Just it's, economics 101. It's just yeah, like the fundamentals. Yeah. It, it, there's there's like they try to make it seem like it's complicated at, yeah. the, at the high level. Like, oh, we take all these different factors. Yeah. No, it's very simple. Like a kindergartner could probably understand yeah. it. At least a grade four. <laughs> yeah. But the problem is yeah. general society is not even at a grade yeah. kindergarten level of economics. They just, they just get confused, right? Yeah. Like there's so much noise that people just check out. Yeah. Like, ah, it's too, too complicated. Whereas guys like you and I, or more you these days, like have the time to think about it. Yeah. And we're just uh, more obsessed with it. I, I, yeah. That's all it is, is people have the like brain, you know, knowledge to, to grasp it. Yeah. They're just too busy. They got kids, they got their job. They, life is happening to them. Yeah. They don't have time to come home and read a fucking rich dad, poor dad book for four right. hours. They got kids. They got bedtime. Like I get it. Yeah. If you don't right? do it before kids, man. Yeah. That's go, the thing. I'll figure it out. That's the thing. Yeah. So like people are just stuck on a hamster wheel, unfortunately. Yeah. And maybe they like to be, you know, that's the least in, in the short term, I think it's the least painful. Yeah, thing. for sure. It in is. the long term, more painful yes. and not great. So but people do what's easy now, for sure. So, are you of the opinion that like pretty much anyone like following you should should start investing in the U.S.? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like you can still make money in Canada. I'm still making money in Canada with the flips. Canada is a great place to flip real estate because everybody's yeah. a gong show. It's just yeah. crazy. So, like flipping here is amazing. But buy and hold, yeah, you can still make money. You can still get wealthy for sure if you really want to stay in your own backyard. Yeah. But why? It's going to be a little harder, Why? right? A lot of people go to Sudbury, like you yeah. said, Windsor. You know, you're, you're already going to another place. Yeah. And the thing I, I always say about that is like, why go there? Like, yeah. what's in Sudbury, dude? What's what's in Sturgeon Falls? It's not Falls? exciting. Like, there's, why are you going there to buy real estate? Like, I get it's cheaper, but the fundamentals are not there long term. Mm -hmm. Like, the job growth just isn't there. You're going there because it's cheaper, for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, how about we get the same value that you're spending, but... How about let's put you 30 minutes from an ocean in Florida? Would yeah. you rather own in Naples, Cape Coral area? Yeah. Or would you rather own fucking Sudbury, Ontario, Canada? Yeah. Like some <laughs> shit ass house for the same price. I'd rather go to Florida. I yeah. don't know about you, but like, so that's my argument. It's like, why are you even going to Alberta? Yeah. Why are you going to Halifax? Like, let's be real. N nothing's going on there, dude. For, for me, I've always wanted to like own stuff I would actually live in. Yeah. Which I think is kind of like a negative in some ways because you don't want to just do that you might yeah, leave some money sure. on the table if you do that but you know owning in a place i would want to go to yeah i like florida and you you made a comment you said it was you think that the opportunity is now i think there's a lot of signs that it is like who knows anything for sure but i mean you, even down there the value seemed to have bottomed out yeah like there was yes. a correction not yeah. nearly as much as our correction yeah which is interesting lots of reasons for that which is yeah. cool but they, they've now started to see things yeah. kind of rebounding especially southern florida it's like yeah. it's becoming a gong show again like it's coming back and it's basically just fundamentals because everybody knows, okay, this is it. This is, for what, we, for what we're seeing, the height of inflation or the inflation numbers they're telling us. This is the height of inflation. This is the height of interest rates. We know the bank's going to be cutting rates in the next six, 12 months. We know yeah, it. They've already told us. Like, it's just, they have to. They can't do it, especially in Canada. Maybe the yeah. states can hold for longer and they will, but Canada, dude, they don't have much more time. Didn't I thought Mecklenburg said that it was the, uh, no immediate plans. They talk... Yeah. What I love about Canada specifically and from studying politics from like you can't 2012, Canada's the king and queens of saying something, and doing seeing the what the market reaction is. And yeah. that, like they're amazing split testers. It's yeah. amazing stuff to watch. But let's be real. There's economic fundamentals. You got to cut those rates, bro. Like you can't hold yeah. them for much longer. You can talk and say, well, yeah. maybe we will. No, 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 you're not. We all know you're going to be cutting soon. So all the ones in the know know what's coming and the realtors are telling their clients. So like the market is like, okay, this is it. Let's go. And we're seeing yeah. the market come back again. Well, the Ontario market's already. Yeah, like, it's already roaring. Yeah. In this cycle, has already yeah. come back. Yeah. You know, who knows when the next cycle downward For comes. Sure. But I mean, in this cycle, seems to be back. Yep. So like the, this yeah. doom and gloom 2008, everybody was like, this time is going to. Well, you're wrong again. <laughs> you're wrong again. <laughs> it just doesn't seem like there's anything, any profit in yeah. being doom and gloom. Yeah. 
No. It's it's what do I do next and what do I feel comfortable with? Yeah, exactly. So as far as the uh, the direction outside of the Airbnbs, like what else is on the menu uh, for what you're doing? Like obviously arbitrage is, is decent. You're into each unit for what, 30,000? Yeah, exactly, 30 grand a unit. So you're gonna pay back in the first year you figure? Yeah, exactly, quite? first seven to eight months is we should be paid back, give yeah. or take, give or take. Well, if you're only two grand, then I guess that would be only 24 grand Yeah, some months are two grand, like oh, the summer so is like better, three, yeah. so like it's, Give or take about seven, eight months. Summer's That's gonna be of, better. Summer's in, better in yeah. Austin. Yeah, in Texas. It must yeah. be. It must be brutally hot down there. It's disgustingly hot. <laughs> <laughs> but the tourism down there, the business cycle. Yeah. I don't. Apparently, like Austin from uh, like April to October is like hot season, and then it yeah. kind of cools down a bit for the literally summer. and figuratively. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I haven't even been to Florida in like the summer, but it's I gross. hear it's horrible. disgusting. Yeah. yeah, I've been up to May fifth, May tenth. Yeah, and it was like melting. Yeah. Well, like even like early April, we were like, dude, kind of can't wait to go back to Canada. Like, it's so yeah. hot. <laughs> I think you guys came back just a little too early. A little we, too early. God we dang came it. Back, we came back uh, May 10th, at, yeah. that first year we did, like, the long stay. Yeah, yeah. And that was, like, perfect. perfect. Time. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I had my way, it'd be December 26th through May 10th. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Like, just get me out of here for that yeah. time frame. That's I'm the dream there. right there. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to be doing that again next year? I think next year, yeah. We came back, like, April 25th, and we, we got that cold snap. It was like, God, too early. Like, a week yeah, or two too rain, early. In the right? rain, yeah. Oh, so, the rain was like, was damn. Horrible. Yeah. Um, so, are you, uh, like, so what, back to my question, are, yeah, yeah. what are you thinking for, like, the next thing outside of the arbitrage? So, we're just going to, I'm using the arbitrage as a proof of concept, basically, yeah. to show everybody, like, hey, stop being a pussy. <laughs> and then we're going to go harder on buying properties in Texas or in, in Florida for Airbnb partners, long-term holds, yeah. right? So yeah. it, I'm just using the arbitrage. It's a great business. I'm gonna keep doing it because it makes a lot of money, yeah. but it's really meant for a proof of concept to yeah. just give everybody the finger. So that, you would, uh, you, and you would take, uh, you would take like, you want uh, Airbnb investors in Florida. Yes, that's, that's, that's the goal. That's where you make the money, do you yeah. like the arbitrage stuff is fun, it's cool, it's cash yeah. flow, but like, let's be real. You make the real money owning real estate. Yeah. So let me show you and then we're gonna go down and we're gonna own real so estate. So how do you approach like an individual deal? Like I know like on your flips, like you were always aware there's a chance that you're gonna eat, you know, eat it on one or yeah. two, right? And if it for happens, sure. it happens. And yeah. I know you shut things down for a little bit when, yeah. the, when the fall happened and started it back up. Exactly. Uh, what do you think about contingency planning in Florida when you go with Airbnb? Because obviously it's not really that great on the monthly rental side yes. yet. Yeah. Uh, it could improve over yeah, time. For sure. And it probably will. Yeah. But like, what do you think for contingency planning? Obviously plan A is do Airbnb. Are you ever suspecting that there might be an issue on the Airbnb side? Like, I mean, the economy would have be. to get real bad for that to happen. That's what well, we've seen it. Well, yeah. You know, with the pandemic, like Airbnb still killed it. Obviously there was like three or four months nobody was renting, but yeah. after that, everybody was killing it. Right now is a decent size fear of recession. We, we haven't really felt the economic recession yet, but it's, it's in everybody's mind, but Airbnbs are still killing it. They're still mm -hmm. making record money. People are still vacationing. So yeah, it would take a lot for people to stop vacationing yeah. or traveling for work, which is more like the, the, the Texas play for our Airbnbs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think it's just, I think it's a good yeah. play. The backup play is obviously just a long-term rental, which yeah. is not really a good play. I think like you yeah, said Yeah, that might be a slight Florida. loser uh, yeah. in the short run at least. So the only play is yeah. to make our properties look better than everybody else's, which we got down pat. <laughs> so that's the only play. Yeah, that's the that's the thing, like never be average. Yeah, and, and we proved that, that concept. Yeah, our, you're obviously not doing that. You're yeah. staging your places better. You're probably setting new precedents because yeah. I sent you that message. I'm like, so are you on average like selling for more than everybody else? Yeah. And I could see why you would. Yeah. Right? Taking better photos, staging. The renovations we do, like yeah. it's more of a design approach and it's thoughtful rather than just yeah. like a handyman doing some renovation. So you People don't need to be a victim of the current market. No. Is, is, so number one, take that off the table. Don't be a victim of the yeah. current market. Yeah, and markets. we go for like slightly higher end clientele. Like the one in Naples, yeah. obviously Naples is higher clientele just off the bat because it's so yeah. expensive. But even when we do the ones in Cape Coral, we're buying slightly better houses, you know, four bedroom houses, really what we're going after. Mm -hmm. So we can get two families in to split the money. So that's a key factor there. Yeah. So they can pay more. We're renovating the val like the level of renovations are way higher than everybody else. And the staging's yeah. on point, the beds are on point. Everybody's just like, dude, this house is nice. So this is something you're ready to do. It's just a matter of, you know, yeah. somebody coming in and partnering yeah, on it. that's it, yeah. Yeah, so Cape Coral would be the the shot? Most likely, yeah, yeah. That, that general area for sure. Yeah, as I mentioned to you before, I sold my first flip in, in Cape Coral and trying to get the money back yeah. to Canada, which is fun. Gong show. <laughs> <laughs> Gong show shouldn't be hard, but shouldn't be hard, yeah. when your $250,000 wire just kind of doesn't arrive, yeah. <laughs> gets rejected, yeah, those, those things can be fun, yeah. so. Um, yeah, I think that that's a fantastic market. Uh, Cape Coral is kind of like that. It's weird because it's so close to Naples. And in Southwest Florida, yeah. that warm, you're not going to find lower price yeah. points. And most importantly, it's like the freehold aspect of you can do what you want with rentals. Yeah, One there day, are no, days, there are no, no uh, 
there's no uh what are they called hoas yeah exactly yeah. so you can do whatever you want which well is there very probably rare. are some hoas but i mean yeah. mostly not it's mostly yeah. just free lots like which most of want. south florida is hoa in some capacity yeah. like you might not even yeah. know it driving through a neighborhood but that neighborhood yeah. is hoa so you can't do what you want to do yeah basically it just means like and and all the hoas in, in naples pretty much say you can't do airbnb yep. so you're in yeah. like in like i know a handful of investors that are all in that naples park yeah. it's just area. a little pocket a little neighborhood yeah. the only place in naples where you can do what you want <laughs> you can do whatever you want and and there's big money being yeah. earned in there like what's if you didn't rent your place out what do you think it would do on a year like, like for just revenue? basic long-term rental no no if, if you didn't sorry if you didn't uh take it for yourself oh for, yeah 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 for a few months oh my god i didn't yeah. even calculate it but like we're talking probably 150k 130 150 gross, 150 gross, gross yeah. income yeah i think you could do even better than yeah because like in the winter months like literally from november 1st to april 30th it's 25 grand a month so i gotta do yeah. the math on it. i haven't even done it yeah. But it's a lot. And then the other mines are like 15 grand a month, 12 grand a month. Worst How's your case. summer looking right now? Is it all booked up? So it's 15 all of to it. 20? Yeah. Oh, wow. You're like it's totally crushing. booked. And like when we bought it, like I said before, many times, I always thought Florida was like, nobody goes to Florida in the summertime, dude, right? Like it's, why would you go there? It's nice in New yeah. York. It's nice in the Hamptons, like whatever, right? But my property manager really was like, do. trust me, all the Southern states, Georgia, Louisiana, whatever, all those guys come for the summer to party like wow. for all the all the events right yeah i was like yeah right okay whatever right anyway yeah. the whole summer is fucking booked as of right now yeah. it's booked from now until we we go next year for january 30th i'll it's all be booked. shocked i'll be shocked if like if you if you didn't go like if you'd be even a cent under 200 g's yeah like, i feel like you It'd should be dirty yeah be over <laughs> and if it is at that price does it make sense to do more in in that area oh for sure it totally makes more the problem is you just need big money Right, yeah. like the house, like that house we bought was one point two six million. It was still a fixer upper. We still put yeah. one hundred twenty G's in it. Yeah. So, like, dude, I would love to do more Naples. I can crush Naples, but I need partners who got <laughs> deep ass pockets, and they're already scared now to do a yeah. hundred eighty grand house in Texas. So you start Cape Coral <laughs> and, and then just go yeah. go with that from yeah. there. Um, all right, Matt, great catching up with you. Anything you would want to cover, like big takeaways or common questions you get that you think people need to hear. Uh, Take action, man. Stop being a bitch. Yeah. That's literally like, <laughs> that, that's my thing right now is just yeah. everybody's so terrified for nothing. They're not thinking logically. They're letting the media tell them how to think. Yeah. And it's cool to take in the media. I read it every day to see what's going on, yeah. but I know how to think logically around it. I go, I'm going to take this information and then yeah. I'm going to crush it yeah, because sense. I know the fundamentals of what's going on and real estate is always a great play if you know what you're doing. Yeah, if you know what you're doing. You not to say you can't lose, but you, you gotta you gotta at some point take some action. Yeah, like you can't yeah. just stay on, on on the hamster wheel and do nothing. Yeah, for sure. So where do people uh find you or um send uh send their trolling remarks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Best trolling place is YouTube, the fruitful investor. Ty type in that in YouTube, you'll find me. Instagram, uh definitely more if you want to follow me on on my like day to day life. DM me, talk to me for real. Instagram. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah, we'll share share that there. And I, I think you've been posting what, a few videos a week for like many years. Yeah, yeah. We post two videos a week on YouTube. We do, we're up to now two reels a day across all social medias like Instagram yeah. and stuff. So we're pumping it out. Big team. Yeah, so legit, big takeaway I have from you is man, like no messing around. Like <laughs> big boy business, they put running business. it like, like you know, a, 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 a true entrepreneur. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, it's great talking to you. I love doing this. Awesome. Uh, we'll keep our annual, uh, yes, annual interviews up. All right. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me. There are a lot of people out there talking about the infinite banking strategy and whether or not it makes sense for them. To find out what it's all about and if it's a fit for you, visit controlandcompound.com forward slash Andrew Hines, where my audience can gain exclusive access to books, podcasts, and webinars tailor-made for real estate investors.